Oh, hello there, and happy 4th of July. Now, you may have noticed I've been MIA for a few weeks. Well, I took a little hiatus. That just means a little break. To finish out the school year strong and take a little me time for myself. Since then, I finally created the summer reading list. Well, with the help of some of my friends. These are fellow kids listen podcasters. And we just posted it this week. Woohoo! And it's running from now through August 31st. Report back to us as you finish up those books so we can spread the word of just how awesome and smart you are. Like our guest today, who's an author, musician, and a museum curator, Mick Sullivan. He's also the current co-president of Kids Listen. Mick has a really cool book that's on the list as well, as several other great authors you may and may not know about. There are truly some great reads and hidden gems on this list, and I encourage each and every one of you to download it here. Just scroll down to the episode description, it's free! Get it now! Anyhow, who knows, maybe you can talk your parents or grandparents into buying a new book or two for your home collection. I love mine. Or, just check them out at your local library. Either way, get in and participate. Anyhow, stick around for another really cool episode, and happy 4th of July! Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then, on that note, here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right, uh, let's see here. And her super smart, <laughs> hilariously funny, best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. <laughs> Please enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm your host, Madison Lauren, and welcome to my show. Each week, we introduce you to exciting people with cool jobs, go behind the scenes of new places, or we review books, movies, and topics that kids care about. Oh yeah, and the show is produced by my dad, the goofball you might hear from time to time, and supported in part by Kids Listen. And if you'd like to support us, you can simply go to patreon.com forward slash allthingsmadison. We'll be updating the page soon. Oh, and be sure to click the subscribe button, like now. (laughs) Now on to the show. I am excited about our guest this week for a few reasons. One, because he helped to start Kids Listen which is the organization of kids podcasters we are now a member of. And two, because he's a fellow Kentuckian. Well, I'm not exactly from there, but my dad and a lot of my family are, so I can still claim it, I guess. (laughs) And what's interesting about Mr. Sullivan is that he has been able to make a career out of something he's passionate about. As I'm coming to learn through having this podcast and speaking to so many different types of people, Having a job you are passionate about or that you enjoy doing is super important. Why would you want to wake up every day to go someplace you hate to make a living? I don't know, but that is life for a lot of people. We'll get into our interview with Mr. Sullivan right after this. We'll 
return in just a moment. Mystery Recipe is a kids podcast about cooking from America's Test Kitchen Kids that is jam-packed with trivia, science, and of course, food. New episodes come out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Each week features a different kitchen ingredient. And for each season's grand finale, we'll use all of the ingredients for a recipe cook-along. The recipe is a mystery. Will you be able to guess what it is? Listen to Mystery Recipe today anywhere you get your podcasts. And keep on cooking. And now back to the show. Hi, Mick. Thank you for coming on my show. Yeah, Madison. Thanks for having me. It's uh, great to talk to you. You're welcome. So why don't we start with telling my audience about yourself and your background? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a history podcast for kids and families called The Past and the Curious. Um, And I also work in a museum. And I actually get to work with kids and adults uh, person in addition to working with them uh, in addition to having a podcast um, and I also published a book uh, history as well by the way for the audience Madison is on an episode of the past in the years so let's dive into that tell us how your job dives into your podcast well I'm really lucky that I get to work with history and tell stories to people Uh, my first role at the museum was actually leading summer camps so I got to spend a lot in a room with kids uh, who I got to spend a week with or maybe two weeks with um, and get them as excited a history as I am. Uh, and so that progression podcast, because I enjoyed that so much, but once those kids went home, whatever I told them or whatever we talked about um, would be, uh, no one else would hear it. So I thought, you know, I'm going to make a podcast out of this so that other kids all could potentially hear some of these stories. Very cool. So tell me about the day that meat rained from the sky. Yeah, that's a funny day. Uh, March 3rd, 1867, it was. Uh, it was called the Kentucky Meat Shower, and it's history. No one knows. So that's this is what I wrote the book about. Um, the book is called uh, The Meat Shower. And so it was this strange occurrence that um, these people had a farm in Bath County, Kentucky, which is not far from Lexington, Kentucky. And they were alarmed because all of a sudden meat started falling, like little chunks that were like snowflake size. But then also some of them were like, I don't know, bite-sized pieces of meat that started falling from the eye. And nothing like that had ever happened before. So all of these people tried to figure out what it was was um, scientists and 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 other just regular people but in 1876 um, it was hard to, science couldn't explain it and science never did explain it and so that's why it's such a fascinating thing to think about it's just this mystery today the kentucky meat shower that's neat but where did the meat come from <sighs> i wish i knew i wish i knew um, there were lots of guesses. Some people thought that, um, it's kind of gross, but some people thought that a horse exploded. Um, some people thought that, who knows, like maybe it was falling from outer space. Um, most likely it was um, some vultures that were flying over and they puked, which is kind of gross to think about. Um, but no one is, and they they have tried to run tests on the rim pieces of meat, but they've been sitting in formaldehyde hundred and something, 150 years almost, I guess. Uh, and uh, 
it, they can't tell what it is anymore. So no one is completely sure. So you're telling me meat just fell from the sky and no one knows how it got there? I, it's, I'm telling you, yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a crazy mystery. It's a crazy, crazy mystery. Uh, there's actually only one piece that's left in the world and it's museum at Transylvania University in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and uh, actually for the book that I wrote, book and I made that surviving piece of meat I turned him into a little character and he narrates the story because he wants an answer also (laughs) that's funny so how did you come up with the idea for the book uh well friend of mine happened to be born on March 3rd that's his birthday and uh I bet you're like me and probably your listeners are too and that um you might look up things that happened on your birthday, maybe someone who shares birthday. Like I I know the people that are famous that have the same birthday as me. Um, So my friend looked up birthday and strange event. uh, And we just started laughing about it and we're laughing about it for 10 years until I finally thought, you know what? Book about it. (laughs) So that's interesting. So tell me about podcasting. What specialty are you at? What's special to you at podcasting? I podcasting is super, super cool because, uh, well, I'm actually talking to you right now from my basement. Like my kids are upstairs from doing kid stuff. Um, and I can make something with music and a story that anyone in the world can listen. And that's really exciting. So I think that's what is most most special to me that that I can reach families in Australia or California or Canada or South America I, you know we, we have listened to the world um, and I just do it from my basement while my kids are like playing or going to sleep you know so I, I just think that's very and anybody can do it so we recently joined kids listen why don't you tell us about kids listen Yeah, um, I have been a part of Kids Listen for about four years now. I actually um, am the chair or co-chair at the moment, so um, part of the leadership team. Um, But it's really, it's an organization of podcasters who focus on kids podcasting because podcasting is huge. There's all sorts of people that are creating and companies that create, but programs that people make for kids weren't getting a lot of coverage and where people were having a hard time finding it for their families to enjoy, or some people still don't even know that it's out there for people to listen to. So that's, so that's part of what to do is advocate or um, work together to promote each other and also raise awareness so that there are families that will eventually find kids listen and shows and be like, whoa, this is amazing. There's such great stuff to listen to. And, and you know, we've done research surveys with families to learn about how they listen and when they listen. Uh, we use that to help ourselves, but also share that with um, big companies like Spotify so that they will hopefully, you know, take kids podcasting more seriously. Um, but mostly it's just a really cool community of people Uh, who encourage each other because sometimes when you're creating a podcast you're alone a lot of the time and it's nice to have people 
to talk with uh, who are doing this. It's, it's a community, really, more than anything else. So in the short time we've been on Kids Listen, I made friends and I've been on other people's podcasts like yours. Yeah, that's great. It's great that you're you're a part of it. Like that, that's that's what we want. That makes me really happy. We'll return in just a moment. In the beginning, everyone was nice. But over time, so slowly that no one could say when it started, the fairies and the ponies got mean. Rumors spread across the land that they were to blame for various things gone wrong, things gone missing. And before you knew it, it was common knowledge that the fairies and ponies were bad. Beatrice knew this better than anyone because, although she couldn't prove it yet, she knew that the fairies and ponies had stolen her egg. And stealing a dragon's egg, in Beatrice's opinion, was going too far. But to confront them, she would need the help of a knight. To find out what happens next, please subscribe to Fairies and Dragons, Ponies and Knights on your favorite podcast player. And now back to the show. So now we have some questions from some of your listeners and some of my listeners. All right, cool. I'm ready. Okay, so we'll start with mine. This one's from Madeline. How did you come up with your idea for a podcast? Well, um, I started my podcast in 2016, so it's about five years old. And in 2016, I went looking for a history podcast for kids, and there wasn't one. Um, so I, that's why I decided to create my own. I decided to, to try it out. Um, and I am a musician, so I knew a little bit of like how to use a computer to make audio things um, and figured that that was a good skill. And I also worked in a museum and talked to kids about history. So I put the two together and I came up with a goofy name that no one had used before. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So this one's from Jonathan. Who's your favorite author and who inspires you? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, I like to read a lot. Um, I, I, um, geez, Louise, I can look at my bookshelf. Um, there is, there's actually a that I really like whose name he actually kind of suddenly uh, maybe a year and a half ago uh, his name is Tony Horowitz um, and he writes about history but he would actually go to all of the places that he was writing about um, and he's really funny and makes everything really interesting and brings it to the current day uh, even though he's talking about the past and so that's one of the yeah Tony Horowitz because um, that's who I want to emulate like that's what I want to be like um, but for kids. Next question is from Natasha. She says, how do I become a podcaster? Well, um, it's easier than you think it might be. There are all sorts of things uh, that you might have already. I mean, if someone in your home has, you know, a smartphone or an iPad, um, then you have the ability to record something. Um, you know, you can get fancy stuff like microphone, nicer microphones or things like that if, if you want. But the very basic, you need a way to record something and you need a way to get it to people. Um, uh, I've never used this platform called Anchor, but I know a lot of schools that use it. I know a lot of podcasters who use it too. Um, and I think it makes it really, really easy. So if you're interested, I would check out Anchor. I think it's anchor.fm or just Anchor Podcasting. And that might be a solution for you. Next, we're going to some of your listeners. This one is from Sarah, and she says that she lives in Chicago. She says that my questions from Mick are, 
Where did you grow up and when did you know you wanted to start a podcast? So I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm born and raised here. Uh, in fact, um, the very first house that I remember as a little kid, um, I don't live very far away from now, maybe a mile. And it was actually uh, on and that William Clark of the um, Lewis and Clark expedition um, where he grew up as a kid. And so that made me always aware of like the past. Like I lived at a place that someone else lived who I could read about in a book. Um, and so, so that Louisville and where I grew up kind of inspired me to become interested in history. And when I decided to start a podcast was actually, it wasn't born yet, but I knew he was going to be born. And as soon as he did, um, I would not have as much time to start something. So I was in a mad rush to start it right before he was born so that hopefully I could sustain it after that. Uh, and it worked. <laughs> that makes sense. The last question from Sarah is, is there a specific person in history that you wish was still alive and you would really like to meet? That's a great question. There are all sorts of people that I would like to meet. Um, I really love music. I'm a fan of music and I'm a musician myself. So I answer that question with someone that I would like, but also someone that I would like to hear in person. Um, and that person is, he has a funny name. His name is Thelonious Monk. He was a piano. I think he was born in North Carolina, but uh, he lived most of his life in New York City. Um, and I've read books about him. Uh, I've listened to all of his music and all of his songs. And he was very, very unique, just a very particular, very unusual person. Um, and I've always adored the music he made and loved to read his stories. Um, so I would love to be able to see him in person, for sure. Have you seen the movie Soul? Because I think that movie was based on him. Yes, I have seen Soul. Uh, we right when it came out, and then we watched it probably two or three times after that. Um, because my kids, my kids really liked it, but I loved it because the music was incredible. <laughs> the dude, John Baptiste, that did all of the piano stuff is amazing. So did the movie make you have any conversation with your children? Yes. Um, odd, yeah, because you, know, you remember how that movie is really around, um, him dying <laughs> and, and trying to get back to life. My oldest... And so that was actually um, one of the first conversations we had about that. Uh, and I think the movie did a really cool job of creating like an idea of the after, you know? Um, so that was actually a, a big conversation that we had um, because of that movie. Also, um, my kid really liked the scene with Muhammad Ali. And um, that made me happy because Muhammad Ali, Louisville. So to tell him Ali and his connection to our city. So for my audience, you guys can find my review of Soul in episode 17. It made me think really deeply on some things I was going through too. Okay, Mr. Mick, the last question is from David in Boston. He says, he says, who are your favorite musicians? And do you play all the instruments on the show? Oh yeah, so I, like I said, I'm a huge music fan. Um, Thelonious Monk is one of my favorite musicians. Uh, the Beatles actually were a huge, huge part of my musical development. Um, I really like, um, I, I love a lot of jazz. Like Charles Mingus is one of my 
favorites uh, and, and Miles Davis. There's a guitar player named Wes Montgomery. I'm actually working on an episode about a French, uh, Belgian, Roma guitar player named Django Reinhardt also. And he's, I love, love his music. Um, and then I actually really, when I was a kid, when I was in the second grade, my favorite band was this Western swing band from, it's called Asleep at the Wheel. And my dad took me to see them. I got to meet them. And it was a very pivotal moment in my life. Uh, they're, they're also uh, up there as one of my favorites. As far as instruments, almost all of the instruments I do play. Yeah, I play mandolin and guitar and banjo, piano and bass, and a couple other string instruments. The only instruments that I don't play from the show are the drums. I actually have like a program, like a software program that does the drums. So I'm cheating on the drums. Um, I've had uh, someone play violin um, on an episode and I, I don't play violin. So, but otherwise, yeah, if it, it was probably me. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Mr. Mick, thank you for your time. Tell my audience about where they can find your show and anything else you want to share. You can find the show at thepastandthecurious.com or anywhere that podcasts are full podcasts and Spotify, all of those. We're there. Um, and, and the Kids Listen app also on the Kids Listen app. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate you having me. It was really nice to talk to you. And uh, yeah, I wish you the best. Continued success and growth with your show, Madison. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. And now it's time for the joke of the day. Are you ready? Here we go. First up, what do you call a boomerang that won't come back? A stick. <laughs> a stick. Hilarious. Next, what does a cloud wear under his raincoat? Thunderwear! <laughs> Whoa, now that is laugh out loud funny. On to the next. Two pickles fell out of a jar onto the floor. What did one say to the other? Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. I'm killing it today. Next, this one is for you, Miss Wallace. What time is it when the clock strikes 13? Time to get a new clock. <laughs> this one is particularly funny to me because we're studying time in my math class. Miss Waltz, I hope you enjoyed it. And last but not least, how does a cucumber become a pickle? It goes through a drawing experience. <laughs> okay, I asked you guys to send me your jokes and you deliver. Ask and you shall receive, amen. This one is from Reagan in Tampa, Florida. Reagan says, How are false teeth like stars? They both come out at night. <laughs> Good one, Reagan. You might need to get your own show. And Muhammad from McAllen, Texas says, Madison, you are the only podcast I listen to. This joke is special for me. Okay, Muhammad, let's see what you got. Muhammad's joke is, What did one volcano say to the other? I love you. <laughs> Good one, Muhammad. Good one. I love you too. <laughs> you guys brought the thunder today. As always, if you want me to tell your joke on my show, just send it to my dad at smith.debronte at gmail.com and we'll do our best. Keep him coming. 
And now it's time for the word of the day. The word of the day is curate. Curate means to take charge of a museum or organize an art exhibit. Kirara likes to curate photography shows. The word of the day is curate. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. I never want to take you for granted, so just know it means a lot. Now, people are asking, where can they find my stuff? If you're looking for the coolest tees, hoodies, accessories, and more, you can just go to shopmadisonlauren.com and you will find everything there. Now, do me a favor and take a moment to hit the subscribe button under this episode or video. That way, you'll be notified when each new episode comes out. And if you enjoyed the show, kindly leave us a five-star rating and a short review if you have time. This lets other moms and dads you know they too should download it for their munchkins. <laughs> okay, on that note, I'm out. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information.